Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how having a sewer pipe at the edge of your property may or may not be useful. It's a very common assumption that if city services are available in the street or perhaps nearby, you can have access to the sewer services for your project. Unfortunately, it's not that simple. Most sewer systems are ideally designed to be gravity-fed. In an ideal world, the sewage treatment plant would be located at the lowest point in the city, and all of the sewer pipes from across the city would all flow downhill to the treatment plant. Sadly, not all cities are conveniently laid out to make that statement a reality. If a gravity-fed system is not possible, then one or more lift stations are going to be needed to pump the sewage uphill. Hopefully at that point, that difference in height will be enough for a gravity-fed segment to handle it from there. Gravity-fed systems, by definition, need to flow downhill. So even in a perfectly flat topography, your sewer pipe will have to get deeper and deeper and deeper in order to maintain a gravity feed. You might contact the city to gain access to the sewer service that's passing in front of your property. After all, there's a pipe only a short distance from the property line. Surely, accessing the sewer service shouldn't be a problem. But then the city engineer regrets to inform you that the sewer line doesn't have the capacity to support the size of your proposed project. You might be tempted to think, why can't the city plan for growth? After all, just put in a bigger pipe and save yourself the hassle of having to upgrade the pipe anytime someone proposes a new development. Well, in order for a sewer to function, it has to maintain a rate of flow. If the flow is too low, then solids won't get flushed through the system. They'll just sit in the pipe and eventually cause a blockage. The pipe must be sized to support both a minimum and a maximum flow rate. You don't want the pipe too small nor too big. You want it just right. So the size of the sewer pipe in a neighborhood is sized to handle the flow of a range of homes in the subdivision. Not too few and not too many. If you want to increase the density in the area, you're probably going to have to dig up the streets on a large scale and upgrade the pipe. The next thing to worry about is when a gravity-fed system simply will not work. You literally need to push the sewage uphill. That's going to require a lift station. A lift station is not the end of the world, but it's definitely going to cost you a pot of money compared with a gravity-fed system. You might be thinking, what could be so hard? We're talking about a pump. How expensive can a pump be? Well, the pump needs to operate under all circumstances. The sewer needs to work in the event of a power outage, in the event of an equipment failure, and it needs to be extremely reliable. The city's not going to want to come out and service all of the lift stations dotting across the city on a regular basis. So the lift station has to have redundancy built in. That means multiple pumps and all of the circuitry to monitor flow, detect failures, and actuate valves to bring a redundant pump into service in the event of a failure. And then the pumps need to have backup power which is tied into a diesel generator or maybe a natural gas power generator that will automatically turn on in the event of a power failure and then supply power to the pumps until the electricity is restored. A reasonable sized lift station for a few hundred houses can easily cost a quarter million dollars. A larger scale lift station could be double or triple that amount. And finally, once you've convinced yourself that you can design a gravity-fed system and the current pipe has the capacity to handle your project, you need to ensure that the city agrees to give you the allocation of the system that you're looking for. If you're looking to build 200 houses and the current pipe will max out with another 200 houses, don't expect the city to give you 100% of the remaining capacity just for you. 
that would leave nothing else for other infill projects, like when a single property gets subdivided into a duplex. One of the most overlooked and most critical considerations is whether the city will give you the allocation you're seeking. Some developers merely ask the city if the system has the capacity to support their project, but then they forget to go the next step and get a commitment letter from the utilities board and the city engineer that promises that allocation to their project. That's a critical step that you must not overlook. Get the commitment in writing to include your project in their capacity budget calculations from that day forward. You want that budget allocated to you and not to the next application to come along. Today's show is a little bit of a deep dive on the considerations associated with sewage connection. As developers, this is something we deal with on most projects, and the constraints are a little counterintuitive to the uninitiated. Sewer, or lack thereof, can represent an existential threat to a new development project. So don't skip steps in your due diligence. Make sure you get that allocation letter for both water capacity and sewage capacity. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.